0: You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr and you are Locked on Reds. Here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It's Friday, which means the weekend is upon us. The Reds are all done in Seattle, as you're listening to this anyway. I'm recording right now. The game is currently happening as we speak. And right now, the Mariners just tied the game at 2 Something that this whole series has really just provided. Anyway, we're going to get to some baseball talk here in just a moment. But before we start all that, I wanted to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That's the best way to get each and every episode each and every day delivered to your queue, your podcast platform of choice. If you hit that subscribe button, you don't even have to worry about whether the episode will be downloaded or not. Some little uh, automatic download fairies will take care of that for you. Also, check us out on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And give me a call. Give me a text. Save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone. 513-549-0159. And just with some general thoughts, I know that the big news that happened on Thursday was the announcement that Nick Senzel uh, would be shut down for the rest of the season and the rest of the season sounds ominous. It sounds like a long time until you look at the calendar and you realize that the rest of the season is sadly not that much longer. He's going to be out for the better part of two and a half weeks for the, you know, of game time. Anyway, it was announced that he had a partially torn labrum. And what I know from the wonderful Google with which I searched Torn Labrum on is that every Torn Labrum is different, and it just depends on a lot of different factors and things of that nature. But they said generally it takes about four to six weeks to heal, and then it takes another four to six weeks to kind of get it back to full strength. So, you know... Yeah, it kind of sucks that he got hurt and that we're not going to see Nixon Zell play for the rest of the season, but it doesn't sound like it should be something that hampers him from having a, you know, a super productive 2020. I think he's going to come back perfectly healthy for spring training. In fact, who knows? I mean, he might even be perfectly healthy for Reds Fest at this point. Not that you need to be healthy to sit around and talk to people, but as long as you don't have like some kind of sinus infection going on anyway, that's beside the point. The whole deal is there there's a lot of people that are overreacting to this uh I saw some questions and some thoughts well well why why didn't the Reds know why why didn't they know yeah, I think they knew, or at least the medical personnel knew you know i don't I don't know that David Bell knows every intimate medical detail of his players now you would argue that. Nixon Zell is a pretty important player, and you should probably know the intimate details of his health if you're the manager of the ball club. But at the same token, he's trying to figure out what he's got. He knows what he has with Nixon Zell. Now, whether or not the front office sets him up to play Nixon Zell in center field, or whether he sets him up to move Nixon Zell back to the infield, that remains to be seen. We'll see what happens during this offseason but i think the big picture for nixon zell doesn't change because of this injury and if anything i mean you look at the production that he's had here as of late he's been struggling as of late and and most people have suggested and very astutely suggested that this is his first experience to full-time major league duty and maybe he's tired now i'm not saying that he's tired and they're saying he has a torn labrum even though he's just tired he probably has a torn labrum, we're not we're not belaying that, but some rest could do him good, and I think next year he comes back fine, he comes back healthy, and he's a way to go. He has all these weird injuries, just things that pop up, and none of them are recurring. He's starting to sound like Tyler Eifert, and I hope he doesn't trend that way as we continue to roll through his career. It's just none of these injuries are building on himself. And for those who would say that he's injury prone, eh, they're not looking at the whole picture. But that being said, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not sitting over here like, oh my gosh, it's the Titanic. We got to get in the lifeboats now, man. Eh, I'm not saying that at all. I, I It's fine. This season for the Reds, as far as successes and failures will determine the roster that they set up for 2020 and not necessarily the wins and losses that they finish with this season. Now, that in itself is a controversial thought when you consider it because we've been sitting here all season saying, oh, I think they're a 500 team or maybe they're a playoff team. I was all hot takey in the preseason. I said that they would make the playoffs. Shows you how hot takey that was. It's uh, not going to happen. But That being said, from here on out, as painful as it is to see them flounder against the Seattle Mariners, it really doesn't mean that much. And in fact, dare I say, the more they lose, the better draft spot they get. We all expect them to be better in 2020. And whether they win 73 games or whether they win 83 games in 2019 has no bearing on that. It does help. As we've said before, because it takes a while to, you know, it it takes an act of God, dare I say, to jump from sixty wins to ninety wins. But you don't have to squint that hard to see a seventy-five win team improve to an eighty-five win team. And they just got to make a couple of moves, and we're going to be talking about that all off season. But I just thought that that was something worth noting, especially with Nixon Zell, that I'm not really all that concerned about it. I hope he heals up fine and it sucks that it happened to him. But on the bright side, I I think he's going to be fine. With that being said, what are you craving? Whatever it is, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States and they offer delivery from all of the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, and traditional retailers that you could possibly even want or need. For a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start that free delivery, download the Postmates app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. also want to thank today's sponsor, Blue Chew. By now you've heard me talk about Blue Chew. Look, if you're looking for a performance boost in the bedroom, and you're looking to up your game with your partner, Blue Chew, you, you could do a lot worse than Blue Chew. You go to their website, bluechew.com, you enter promo code MLB, you're going to get to try it for free. You just pay $5 in shipping with the promo code MLB. Blue Chew is a chewable form with the same active ingredient as Viagra or Cialis, and being that it's a chewable... It works faster than a pill. So whenever you need it, it's there for you. Like I said, you want a performance boost, you know that you're going to get it quick when you take Blue Chew. And to get that introductory offer, go to bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. Your partner's going to thank you if you do that. First order free $5 shipping a day. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast.
1: This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients. Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homeshef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homeshef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: This is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Friday, TGIF, and to start off the second half of the show here, I've got a stat of the day for you. Stat of the day. The Reds scored twice in the top of the first inning against the Mariners on Thursday night. They had seven batters come to the plate to begin the game, and none of them, counted for official at bats there were five walks and two sacrifice flies to get the reds the two runs that they scored and that's just phenomenal when you think about it because according to the way that statistics work none of those counted for actual at bats so you got through seven hitters in the reds lineup and the reds were O for O. And it's just phenomenal. I, just, I love that stat, just looking at it. Just crazy to think about. And when you've got a lineup like the Reds have, that's what you're going to need to do. Because they just don't seem to hit. You know, No matter what you seem to throw at them, whatever pitching staff it is, if it's a guy who's making his major league debut, if it's Clayton Kershaw, if it's Max Scherzer, Whatever it is, the 2019 Reds lineup is going to make them look good. There's been a few occasions where they've absolute, absolutely blown up the scoreboard. But those have been few and far between. And, and that was actually an article on MLB.com uh, looking at the NL Central and each team like giving a key way in which they fooled us. And, and the the... The naming of the article was kind of confusing, but the title of it literally literally read, One Way Each NL Central Team Fooled Us. And basically, it's looking at a preseason prediction that was so wrong, it's not funny. And obviously, the one that was the Reds was, this team is going to hit a lot and pitch enough to be relevant. And most of the time this year, it's been completely opposite. They've pitched very well, and they've not really hit that much. And I'm not going to get into all that. I've ranted about it a hundred times on this podcast, but it was just another time. And the end of the game on Wednesday night was no exception. They had runners all over the bases, completely full, and they weren't able to bring in the runs because all they need was a base hit, and they got that weird strikeout. But the ball got by the catcher whenever Derek Dietrich struck out, but the ball got by the catcher, and the run scored in from third. And then you watch the replay, and you find out that the ball bounced on the ground, hit the catcher's gear, came back, and Dietrich, on his follow through on the swing, hit the ball back to the wall with the bat. But none of the umpires saw that, and it's not like you can go in and challenge that specifically so it worked in favor of the Reds but they weren't able to capitalize as Joey Votto grounded out to first base to end the game on Wednesday night and it's just frustrating because it seems like more times than not probably two out of every three times that the Reds have come up the bat and you're like boy if they just get a good hit here they can blow the door wide open or they can come back they can take the lead. They can tie it up two out of three times. That does not happen. and just, just been the way the season's gone. Anyway, enough ranting about that. I've ranted about the lineup plenty. I did want to take a moment, and I don't know if you've had the chance to utilize this option at Great American Ballpark, but I wanted to talk about the machine room grill. Because I'll be quite honest with you, ever since Great American Ballpark was built, I've been there more times than I can count, and I've never gone to the Machine Room Grill. I just, I really never considered it, because I'm like, why would I go to the ballpark and go to a restaurant and sit in there and watch the game on TV? Well, I didn't realize there was a patio and all this other stuff. Now, the patio, they said, sometimes gets rented out, so on some games, you can't sit out there. But I happened to go on a random Tuesday night in the middle of August, so nobody cared. And I went into the machine room grill. They said the patio's open, first come, first serve. I got to set out right on the edge of the patio with a nice view. I was like right next to the left field foul pole. And the machine room grill really offers a lot of good stuff. I mean, I got a bacon cheeseburger with fries and a beer for like $23. Now I know that normal parlance that doesn't sound that great but when you consider that it's the ballpark and just about everything begins at five dollars you know per thing then that's not so bad and especially you go up to concession stands and stuff that's probably what you pay for most typical things in the ballpark so that and i got a seat with a nice view And I got to enjoy myself. Plus, they have the radio broadcast playing there, even on the patio a little bit. It's a little bit less of volume. It's not like blaring or anything, but you can hear the radio broadcast while you watch the game, and I just think that's awesome. And it's definitely worth your time. If you have not checked out the Machine Room Grill, I highly recommend it. Not many games left for the Reds this season overall let alone games at home, to go see. I mean, you look at the schedule and coming up, the Reds just have six home games remaining the rest of the year, three against the Mets and three against the Brewers, which, of course, that Brewers series, that's going to be the final series of Marty Brenneman's career. And something that they did the other day for Marty Brenneman there in Seattle, they announced it, and he you know, stood up and waved at everybody from the – radio broadcaster's booth and you could kind of tell he was getting a little emotional because uh this is last time i think they i don't know if they said he's going on the arizona trip or not but basically like his last road trip and and i just i can't imagine what that's going to be like for him whenever he gets his final farewell at great american like that's going to be something because to have done what he's done for so long and be such a just intricate part of everyone's lives, all of us Reds fans' live. I mean, think about it. Moegger was saying the other day, it was just like, what, what summer in your life did you turn on the radio and not hear Marty Brenneman's voice when it comes to a baseball game? Now, sure, here in the last you know decade or so, he's had. There's been more fill-ins. You've had Jim Kelch. You've had, you know, especially this year, Tommy Thrall, and guys like that that are filling in for him. But for the most part throughout my entire life during the summer, I can count on his voice on the radio and you're just not going to have that anymore after September 26th. That's it. And because he will be retired and he has said, there's been many people ask him if he will come back and call like a ceremonial game or something like that. And he said, no, once he leaves, he's he leaves. And I firmly respect him for that and I I think that's a great way to go about it because when you've been in a broadcast booth for that long and been the voice of the Reds and been one of you know probably the biggest heart and soul part of this team to just come back and do some random game in the middle of whatever you know whatever season it just it I don't know I I don't think it would feel right, and I think that's why he has said he's not going to do it. And I totally respect him for that, but that's just going to be something. Anyway, that's some uh, some thoughts of mine, some baseball, just talking baseball here. On a night when the Reds are playing late, and I'm not going to stay up late enough to watch the game, uh, whenever you listen to this, you will know the result of the game and so we won't have the recap here. The Reds do go to Arizona this weekend to face the Diamondbacks, a team that uh, soundly beat them in the three-game series at Great American Ballpark this past weekend. We'll see if the Reds can get back on them, but it just seems like here lately the Reds have thrown on the brakes as the Mariners take a 4-2 lead into the fourth inning now. It just seems like the Reds have kind of phoned it in the rest of the season the case. There's still guys that are fighting for their major league lives. There's still guys that are trying to prove that they can stick on with the Reds. But as of right now, no one's really going out of their way to impress. Aristides Aquino has kind of cooled off here, which we all figured he would. I'm not saying anything about that. But even Eugenio Suarez has been a little quiet as of here late. So we'll see how the Reds finish out these last 15 games or so to finish the year. I still think they avoid 90 losses by all stretch of the imagination. I don't think that that's going to happen. It's just kind of been a bummer to see that, you know, as we've gone on, they've backed off. They were fighting for the playoffs. Then it was maybe they'll sneak into the playoffs. Then it was maybe they'll be 500, and now it's just, well, they'll avoid 90 losses. So that's how the year is going to end, and then we go into this offseason with much expectations. Hopefully they'll get met. Anyway, that's just, I'm done rambling. That's it for today. That's it for this week. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Next week, have a fun weekend store. Full disclosure, I'm actually going to be on vacation. But I've got a lot of good episodes coming up with Doug Gray. We're going to dive into the 2019 season for the Reds Farm System. We're going to break down each team, we're going to take a look at some of the prospects and some of the stars, guys who maybe have surprised, and dive deep into some of the philosophies about the Reds Farm System as well. That's going to be pretty much most of next week, so definitely make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast, you're not going to want to miss any of the episodes next week. You're not really going to ever want to miss any episode, but definitely not next week because we got a lot of great insight from Doug. Nobody knows the Reds minor league system better than him, and I mean nobody. So you're not going to want to miss that. Also, check us out on Twitter, at Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. And you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys being loyal listeners to the podcast. Stay with me through the offseason. Got a lot of great stuff playing, a lot of great guests going to be on the show. It's going to be a fun time on all angles. I think the Reds are going to be busy, and we're going to be covering every single step of the way. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Go Reds, and I'll talk to you on Monday.
0: Hey, Prime members.